It is Selection Sunday in the world of college basketball. We still have five games remaining on the Sunday slate. Five more teams trying to punch their ticket, their auto bid into the NCAA tournament. So we know as of right now, I think 27 of the 32 auto bids. We'll get the five other today, and then we'll get all the other at-large bids filled in um, by the time it is 6.30 p.m. Eastern time today. The brackets will start to be released. We will have a show following that. Just a quick sort of 30-minute reaction show. And then later in the week, we'll have a full bracket breakdown. That'll be out for you by Tuesday where all four of us go through everything happening. Each region will go game by game. We'll share our thoughts, upsets, games to bet, you name it. We'll be talking about it here over the next week at Better Than Vegas at BTV Bets. Then we'll be coming to you live every uh, every morning, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, normal time, 10 a.m. Eastern time, that we have cutting nets. Whew. Fellas, are you ready? Are you ready for it? As uh, We have five games today to discuss, though. A nice little primer. Still have some games to talk about as we get ready all week long. Beho, like you said, this is a funny day today because if you look at some of the uh, the games that we have, no one's going to be claiming that the uh, the TV networks rig these games to get the uh, the most sexy teams playing because we have a lot of surprises today in, in some of these games. In particular, we stay in the SEC and the Big Ten where um, it's not necessarily just your top seeds going at it. Uh, yeah, dude. You know we talked about it just right before the show and. Um, I, I, like I said, the, yesterday was the day where all the people that say, oh, the networks have their hands and all this on who advances. This shows completely why that is not the case. Um, I mean, come on, guys. You think the SEC and, and ESPN <laughs> are like, you know, it would be a great matchup. Let's go Texas A&M, Tennessee. Um, you know, whatever. Tennessee's playing outstanding right now, and that's no slight at them. They deserve to be in the finals the way they played yesterday. Sure. It's, it's just from uh, a marquee standpoint, right? We're not talking yeah. about the Dukes, the Kentucky. We're not talking like, about some look, of those teams. Look, Kentucky moves the needle. Whether whether you're a Kentucky fan or you hate Kentucky, people watch Kentucky. And, yep. you know, that's why we play primetime nearly all the time. You know, like they want the ratings. So when, when Texas A&M won, if, if the SEC and, and ESPN had anything to do with it, Kentucky would not have lost that game under any circumstances. So shout out to the haters. But we got a good slate, teams that deserve to be here. Leo's popping in out. Leo, I think your mic is still doing the same thing. You yeah, guys hear dude, that, it's that little funky, uh, that little sound? I'm not sure, I'm not sure why we're, we hear that. We're getting that pick back up. But uh, we have five games to discuss today. Eric, the one thing I know about you – is uh, it doesn't matter if we're talking um, the the marquee game in the NBA. It doesn't matter if we're talking a mid-major game in college basketball. Uh, five to one is five to one, or a team getting five points or getting five points. It all comes down to the line, right? But anywhere we can find an advantage, we'll take it. And uh, you have any uh, today that we see up on the board in these five games? I have a couple plays today. Um First play I locked in, I actually did Yale and Princeton under 60 60- 67 and a half for the first half. Uh, Princeton is coming off a real tough game against Cornell, playing less than 24 hours later. Uh, Princeton allows the lowest rate of three throws attempted in in conference. Yale is the best defensive team in the conference. Yale also shoots the lowest percentages of three-pointers for all the teams in the conference. And 
they led the the conference in lowest amount of three-point percentage allowed, so they're really good defending the three. Also, in games like this, this is a nervous situation for these guys, so they're going to come out a little bit tight. Um, I know the conference, this is only their second game because their conference, it just takes the top four and just is a condensed, but this is a big chance for these kids to go to the NCAA tournament, once-in-a-lifetime thing. I expect they're going to come out tight. I know Princeton can get them on the floor, but Yale's a very good defensive team. I think they're going to grind this one out. I like it to go under the 67 and a half to start the day for the first half. Uh, this game is interesting because you've got Yale comes in there at 18 and 11, 13 and 15 against the spread, eight and two in their last 10 playing some good basketball. Uh, Princeton 23 and five overall. They are eight and two in their last 10 as well. Princeton 13 and one at home this year, five and zero oh in one possession games with Princeton, Eric, you were sort of hitting on a, a couple of the, the points for them and sort of the, the points against Yale. Princeton is a fantastic shooting team. They are one of the best shooting teams in the nation. They are extremely efficient, too. Princeton is fifth in made threes, sixth in three-point percentage, and 13 in three-pointers attempted. And we're talking out of 350 teams. We're not talking about just 10, 20 here. So Princeton – 10th in turnover percentage, 5th in offensive efficiency. I sort of like um, – Leo, I don't hear any uh, echo right now. Give me a – talk to me. Talk to me for a second, Leo. Talk to me. I mean, this is going to be the battle of the smart kids, right? No, yeah, you're good. You're much better there. I don't hear anything there. Yeah. Good to go. We're working on it. We're trying it out. You got so it. the Princeton team is just one of those teams that when they get into the tournament, if they were to get into the tournament, if they beat Yale here, they are the type of team that people kind of – picking upsets sneaky because you look at a lot of their advanced metrics. They're like a good basketball team. They're really efficient. They run a great screen off like screen based offense. These two teams played twice earlier in the year. Yale beat Princeton at Princeton, but in that game, Princeton shot 30% from the field in the first half and they were down by 20 at halftime. They just never had a shot. They got, they just got their asses kicked that game. And Princeton actually scored 48 points in the second half. They kind of cut it to two with 30 seconds left, but they missed a layup. They ended up losing by six after being blown out in the first half. They all the way back, cut it to two. Then they won the second game when they played at Yale. I honestly just think Princeton's a better team here. I played Princeton. Um, I, I think this probably should be closer to five or six, but because of the that first game where Princeton shot so poorly and Yale won – that that's built into the line a little bit here. I think Princeton is like a legitimately good team. So I'm, I'm locking in Princeton uh, at the three and a half here. Beho, any play in uh, our first of five games today? Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Gino. Uh, Princeton, they shoot 49.1% from the field, which is the second best total of any team that's still playing today. Purdue, yep. I think, you know, has some percentage points just ahead of them. Um Look, if you're shooting 49% for the field, it tells me you're getting a lot of looks in in close. You're getting a lot of layups. Well, and what's uh, funny is they're, they're <laughs> just a very – and that's why their efficiency numbers are great because it's all layup or open three. Yeah. And they hit and, the and, open threes at such a big clip that their numbers are awesome. So, so I'm going to ride with them. Again, like Princeton's one of those teams just kind of feels like belongs in the tournament to give somebody a scare. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky had to play them in the first round back. Oh, Lord. It was uh, Brandon Knight's year, so like 2011, yeah. and they took Kentucky right down to the wire. It took a Brandon Knight winner with like three seconds to go for us to get out of the first round, and they go all the way to the Final Four that year. So 
<laughs> you know, Princeton can compete with just about anybody. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you here. I'm taking Princeton. I'm laying three and a half and uh, going to the next one. Leo, anything for you today in the Ivy League championship? Yeah, I mean, I like Princeton for all the reasons that you guys mentioned. I'm actually not going to lay the points, though. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to play the money line. I'm going to keep it fairly simple. I'm going to try to bank it. Um, they are obviously excellent from the field. They do a really good job. They're also solid defensively. Like, they're not going to run up and down the floor. They're going to minimize the possessions because they know that they can score more often than you. Uh, Princeton is going to be a dangerous team when it comes to tournament time. I mean, the team that I kind of sort of look at is going to be like a problem. Why, why are you laughing over there, Shorty? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Whatever you play today, I'm playing. I am going to tail the shit out of you today for one reason only. If if it doesn't say degenerate gambler that you show up to the show wearing the same shirt you wore yesterday, yes, <laughs> I, I, you haven't even wear the today. No, yeah. Leo's like, Leo's like did the, I wear the yesterday? Like, he's like, yes. Bob, like a Elizabeth Holmes, you know. He's got a, a closet just full of the same BTV shirt. So a hundred of them. I so have... never, Leo is such a genius. He doesn't <laughs> have to waste time picking picking out his clothes like the rest of us. And the, only, yeah, the, the, the only reason I even noticed it, Leo, is because you made a comment about you wearing a pink shirt. That's great. You know what's funny, too? Because, like, for these shows, I always try to wear the BTV stuff. And, Biho, you know this. I literally have a closet full of BTV. I have this same shirt in just about every single color. And I was rushing home. I was coming back home from my mother's place. And I just grabbed <laughs> the first one I saw. Because it was in my bag. Oh, yeah, fuck. I did wear this from yesterday, too. Leo, Leo hasn't been to bed, guys. Leo has literally been sweating tennis out around the clock. I want to get on this guy's tail today because he's capped his ass off. He couldn't even change shirts. That's great. There's that is no great. time for sleep during That's championship week, guys. walk of shame bender, right, when you come down in the same exact <laughs> there, we, there we go. <laughs> Let's – uh. Let's head on over to another of our five games today. Five teams trying to win their way in. We've got Davidson versus Richmond here. Eric, this game is uh, around a three-and-a-half-point spread, and this is where it sort of opened yesterday. It's at 137-and-a-half with Davidson as your three-and-a-half-point favorite in here. So Richmond's trying to steal a bit. So this is this is an important game for some of the teams that are on the bubble today that are watching, kind of hoping to get in because – if Richmond were to win, they would deny somebody else an opportunity who's on the outside looking in. Richmond, 22-12, and 16-18 against the spread. You've got Davidson, who's had a, a really nice year. They're 20-5 and five overall, 20-11 and 11 against the spread. And we, uh, we've we got the line right here for you. Any play in this game, Eric? Um, yeah, I like Richmond. Uh, I like, I When it creeped up to four last night, I locked it in. Uh, like I said on Thursday, what I like to do is I like to target teams that had high expectations. And for whatever reason, they underperformed during the regular season. Come and this is like their second lease on life, right? Yeah. They get another um, chance here to just prove that they're still yes. the better team or as good as, as people thought. Yeah. Richmond's one of the most experienced teams in the country. Heavy laden senior team. The issue during the regular season was their defense. But during this uh run in the Atlantic 10 it's been elite they're allowing 62 points per game only 25 percent from the three um they just played VCU and Dayton who are two of the better defensive teams in the A-10 they scored 75 and 68 respectively this is like I said the senior class's last chance to get in the big big dance there's high expectations they have three guys that 
can carry them to victory. I expect they're going to lean on those guys, Golden, Burton, and Gillard. Gillard scored 32 against VCU. I like them. I took them plus four, but I think they're going to straight up win too. Leo, what do you think about this Davidson-Richmond game? Playing the Spideys today? Eating on the Spideys? You're going to be crawling around those little spiders? I'm actually not taking a side in this one, but this is my favorite bet of the day. It's the over, baby. Oh, it's a tear. Nope. Wrong. No, this is a fantastic bet. What in the world are you talking about? You have two okay, teams that ahead. average 76, 71 points per game. When they played last time, it was 87, 84. You have a total of 137. I mean, you have two teams that can shoot the lights out from deep. Davidson's six best in the country, hitting over 38% from deep. Richmond's no slack. Both teams love to hit free throws. They can actually shoot free throws, which is a rarity in fucking college. Uh, what, what's your issue with this? Gino, you want to tell him or you want me to? Well, Bio and I and I, Leo, you're it's it's funny, right? Nobody's really wrong in their handicap, but Bo's approach today was just on the final day of these tournaments. I'm going to play the unders with some of the dead legs, thinking like, that some of these you, teams having you to see, play multiple yeah, days you watch in a row those, might be ugly basketball. Did you watch those late games yesterday? Villanova yeah. at the half, 1918. Uh, Kansas, the, they couldn't hit anything from the outside. I mean, legs are tired. This is Richmond's fourth game in four days. Davidson's third game in three. This just reeks of tired legs and short jumpers. Um, I, all day today. If if a team, if there's a game with a team playing four games in four days, it's under automatic for me today. So we got a head to head, and I see what you're saying, dude. Yeah. Like if this was just a regular game, I would be all over that over with you. But because yeah. it's four games in four days, like. This is tough on legs, man. But we here's your, I think head, head, a regular here. game, that total is at about 144 ish, 145. I feel like that's I agree. built into the line. That's, that's a great point. I agree. Yeah. So you, Leo is, it's a, it's a great rebuttal. He thought it was built into the line and it should be a little bit higher. We've got a head to head beer bet today on this game uh, over under Leo Biho. Uh, let's get to our third game on today's slate. We go to Tennessee. Versus Texas A&M. So, Tennessee, B.O., you were hitting on it. They're kind of quietly playing really well right now. They're 9-1 in their last 10. They're up to 25-7 and overall, 19-13 and against the spread. you got Texas A&M. I think they're in now. I think they've probably done enough to get themselves in. They are 23-11. and They are 20-13 against the spread, 8-2 in their last 10. Over-under in this game, around 130-and-a-half. So we've got the SEC Championship, Beho. What do you think about this game? So I'd like to agree with you there that Texas A&M should, should be solidly in. Um, however, like everything I'm seeing has them as like one of the last four in and actually has them at the yeah, bottom of right it. Mm-hmm. So if Richmond were to win today, that might be their spot. Yep. So right. – I. Look, I mean, if you're a Texas A&M fan, you got to be a big Richmond Spider fan as well. You need to be flipping back and forth between those games. Or Davidson fan, excuse me, and uh, pull for Davidson today. Uh, look, so I'm not betting against Texas A&M. Great responsibility is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and Texas A&M, man, I mean, color me shocked. I, I thought their run was over when, when they were going up against Arkansas. I didn't think they had a shot. Um well, it's funny because we were talking about Arkansas yesterday and just sort of we thought that their last their late run in the season may have been a little bit overvalued. And then yeah. I wasn't sure if that was the spot where they were going to lay an egg. But 
that that was interesting. For Texas that. A&M again, they just came in and they shot the lights out. They're playing yeah. great defense. I mean, look, I'm with Eric here. I'm not a Buzz fan at all. I mean, that dude just I, I can't trust anybody that sweats that much. So, um, <laughs> and, and Eric, I want to hear these stories off air. By the way, yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah. So again, Texas A&M's what playing their fourth game in four days. Tennessee barely scored. They didn't even score 70 yesterday against Kentucky. Give me the under 131 and a half, and I'm all day long on it. Eric, uh, Tennessee, Texas A&M, what do you got here? Oh, first of all, I forgot to mention I'm on the under 64 and a half for the first half in the Richmond game. I forgot that in my okay. whole stuff. Um, in terms of this game, I this is just a pass. I mean, I say every week why I don't like this Tennessee team. Looking at Texas A&M, I mean, Brian hit it with four days and four not four games in four days. One are Jackson Redford's legs for Texas A and M going to give out. Um, this team isn't that deep, and shooting regression is going to be coming. They're a thirty three percent three point shooting team for the regular season, but yet in three games they're shooting fifty two percent. So I mean, the bottom is going to fall out. The, the shooting regression is coming. Also, with the field goal percentage, that's up to 46%. This team's just been playing great. This is going to be the best defensive team they've played. I would lead Tennessee, but I didn't play the game. The way you said that, four days and four nights, it reminded me of the uh, the movie starring Harrison Ford and Anne Heche, Six Days, Seven Nights, from uh, from way back then. That was probably beyond Leo. Like, Leo's making a face like he has no idea what I'm talking about. Like, I love when those movies or, like, TV shows are just a little... A little... <laughs> I wish... I wish there were still blockbusters around and we oh, should yeah. make Leo go work at a blockbuster for like three months. Just, That'd be funny. Just yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. So Leo finish us up here with the, uh, the SCC final. Uh, this is a tough one for me because everything says I should really want to take Tennessee, but Tennessee has really fucked me over the last couple of days. <laughs> like I had Tennessee minus three in the first half um, of the game a couple of days ago. They win it by two, and then they come out in the second half and they roll. Then yesterday, Tennessee cost me a plus fourteen hundred parlay because Kentucky's team decided to wet. Or excuse me, Beho's Kentucky team decided to wet themselves in a big game. Uh, Texas A&M's treated me well all week, so like I really want to take Texas A&M, but I know better. I'm probably gonna. I should probably skip this game, but knowing me, I'm probably gonna roll Texas A&M here. But you should probably just stay away from this. I love see, I love what you did there, Leo, because you know what? We can sometimes try to be all professional. We can have all the numbers, but we're all humans. We're not machines. And Eric, it's funny because we can have all of our numbers, but then sometimes it comes down to I just can't play them again today because they effed me the last two times in a row, right? Like seriously. Well, yeah. That's what it, it happens, right? We all, we're like, I know that's the number that I'm probably supposed to play. I know that's the side I'm supposed to be on, but they got me the last two days. I'm just not letting them get me today, you know. <laughs> so I love, I love that because that's real, right? We have no reason to sugarcoat it or to BS you here at Better Than Vegas at BTV Bets. We just want to be honest with you and help you make some money out there, folks. Let's get to uh, our final of our final two games today. Uh, this game I already locked in, um, and this one I locked in last night when it kind of crept up to four. I played Memphis at plus the four and at plus one sixty. Honestly, I mean, you just dig into these two teams throughout the year. Memphis lost three in a row from January 20th, uh, from January 12th to January 20th. And we were ripping on Penny during that time period. 
We were laughing. We were making fun of him each week. Hand up. He ripped. He he blasted the media. He 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 sounded really really shitty after a couple of their games where he was like putting the blame on this or putting the blame on that. But you know what? Since then, they've they went nine and one. Their only loss came at SMU, which is a really tough place to play. That's a very difficult place to play. I've driven by that place. It's tiny. It, it, the players are right on top. Like the fans are right on top of the court. They beat Houston twice. They snapped Houston's 37-game home winning streak. And both of those wins against Houston, they weren't even close. They beat them by 10. They beat them by 14. And what I noticed in those games, it seems to be a weird matchup and just a bad matchup for Houston because Houston is very good this year um, comparatively in, when you look at their rankings in turnovers per game. They only averaged 11.2 turnovers per game, which is towards the top in the country. In the two games against Memphis, they were their two worst games of the year. They turned the ball over 19 times and 20 times. And I almost wonder if it's just maybe the athleticism of Memphis, who has a couple legitimately, like, really athletic, talented players there. And if you think about a lot of the teams that Houston probably matched up with throughout the year, Memphis is probably as close to like legitimately talented with some NBA type talented players that a lot of the other teams Houston played didn't. So I just wonder if against a team like this, they're not deep enough. They've had some injuries and I'm not sure if this is just the matchup that Houston wants to see. I locked in Memphis there. Uh, Let's get to you for this one, Leo Houston, Memphis, and the total right now around 133 and a half. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a 50-50 game. And you know what? Both times they played, like you said, you know, Memphis dominated those games. I like what I'm seeing out of Memphis. They're playing well. They seem motivated. They seem like they're actually playing for their coach. Um, <clears throat> Houston is the better team here. But, I mean, realistically, I think this game should be a pick. 50-50 matchup. I'm rolling with the underdog on the money line and just hoping for the best here. We uh, we going Penny and Shaq here, Eric? Or what's, uh, what's your thoughts on this Houston-Memphis game? I have a list of teams that I don't like that I'm going to be looking to fade um, next week. Both these teams are on the list. I'm not a big fan of either one of these teams. Um, Houston's trajectory for the season drastically changed when their best player um, got hurt. And he's they the best like playmaker. Two of their top, like seven. Yeah. Right? Probably yeah. got ended up. And, um, you know, we need to remember that Fabian White hurt his back. He only played, I think, like eight minutes last, yesterday. So, I mean, if they're going to be – they don't have depth as is. Now you're losing another your, your center starter going against Memphis. That's really tough. Um, if I were to play, I'd play Memphis. But, you know, since I'm not a fan of either one of the teams, it's just a, like, pass for me. Beho, Memphis, Houston. Anything in this game for you? Uh, yeah, I think you guys have hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, like I said, hand up, Penny. Uh, I owe you an apology. I dogged the hell out of you when you were acting like an asshole and your team was sucking. You have figured out whatever it is. And see, and what you this- did right there is I love is that all we can do as gamblers, analysts, whatever we are, is react to what's in front of us, right? They yep. were playing bad and he was acting like a dick. So that's what we were saying. And now yeah, and- they've played better. And that he's been a better coach, and we're gonna say it. And and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely on a roll right now, Penny Hardaway. Your team is is playing. I thought you were talking about me. I was like, Show damn, I'm good. Right? I'm good. Well, you are good. <laughs> Thank you. You're you're always good, Gino. There's Thank no need you. saying that. It goes without saying. 
Um, so yeah, uh, again, like Leo said, I think it's a coin flip game. If it's a, and I don't even know if it's really a coin flip. I mean, Memphis pounded this team twice. You're going to give me Memphis. You're going to give me points. I'm going to take them. And then you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to take the under both teams playing three games in three days. There's some injury concerns. Maybe, maybe this isn't going to be a big score fest here. So I'm going to take the under here as well. Beho, one thing I know about, uh, BTV about us, as a better than Vegas family, we're giving. We like to give, we're, and in many in many ways, you know. If you can yeah. you can check out the backdoor cover later on tonight for something, you know, probably even a little more on that. But Beho, uh, <laughs> we're going to be giving today the public prop away. Why don't you uh, tell us what the public prop today is going to look like? Well, with these just wonderful slate of games today, Leo and I sat in the lab and worked up <laughs> metrics and all kinds of crazy stuff. And we decided to give the people what we think the people want. And we think the people want Iowa to go ahead and win the Big Ten Championship nice. today. So if Iowa is to win the Big Ten Championship, we are giving away a whopping $350. Wow. $350 for Iowa. Iowa is just a, a, a very sh a small underdog in, in here. And Eric, Plus I 115 Plus one plus one fifteen, just a two point dog. And Eric, I would say that no matter how you approach this game today, if you're an Iowa fan, if you're a Purdue fan, just based off what we've seen over the last few days, Iowa has looked as impressive as any team. Yeah, I mean the real big thing and it showed yesterday with Jackson Davis is I was really weak in the middle. They really can't defend any big. Jackson Davis was eating. Um yeah, but I know Purdue's got a couple bigs, but the difference between why I'm not taking Purdue, even though they have the size, is Purdue can really, really can't defend the three. And Iowa's got some dudes that can light it up from beyond yeah. the arc. Um, and I, you look at that Michigan State game, Michigan State, best second-best shooting three-point team in the Big Ten, they only shot 20%. They had a million looks, nothing can go down. If Murray and Bohannon are getting those looks, those are going to be going down today. So I would lean Iowa – but because there's so many weaknesses on both sides that play to the other team's strength, I'm just sitting this one out. So Iowa is the lean for Eric. That's great for uh, any of you folks who get uh, who end up getting the public prop today. So Leo, <laughs> remind everyone again what we have to do in order to uh, to kind of qualify for the public prop. What do you have to do today in order to uh, to be one of those that gets a chance to win? All you guys got to do is fairly simple. You got to retweet this show. We're going to have a little quote tweet that's going to come out right after the show is over. You can retweet that. Just make sure you guys follow at BTV Bets, which you should already be doing, by the way. And then there you go. You got a free shot at 350 bucks. And frankly, I think this prop's going to hit today. I mean, you look at Iowa. This team is just ridiculously good. This has the team. This has the feel of a team that is destined to win their conference tournament. And then get bounced in the first round. I was going to say because, <laughs> right, because this is – and Eric was sort of talking about in the last game, he wants to fade maybe Memphis and Houston where they go next. I'm very interested in fading Iowa, especially if they win this tournament because they're good and their shooting is good, but they are going to be that sexy team that everybody picks to make an Elite Eight run because they've all seen their shooting. We've all seen how great offensively they can be. But – Deep, there's a reason why this Iowa team lost nine games, right? They're not, there's a reason why this Iowa team was down for a lot of the game yesterday. Like Eric said, 
if they get matched up in the bracket with a team that has a good big, they they could be in serious trouble right off the bat. And and there are a lot of those like mid-major teams or that have one of those, right? Like a good big that, mm-hmm. you know, they're not necessarily the most incredible teams, but they have one or two stud players. And it's just going to be very interesting to see where Iowa matches up because I know everyone's going to be jumping on that Iowa bandwagon. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the same thing happen with Ohio State last year too, where Ohio State had this awesome run in the Big Ten tournament. They got a nice big seed, and then they end up getting bounced in the first round? Yep. Yep. And And uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but didn't someone go on Geno's podcast and call that bad boy last year? You did. You did. (laughs) The problem is is I have a tough time keeping track because Eric calls a lot of stuff months in in advance. He's he's got a very good track. What's in the Gatorade bottle today? Yeah, uh, just water, man, dude. Just I was water. gonna say, it's, got I, I got my dude. I'm, I'm gonna go back it. and check I'm... off all the things that he's dished out on uh, that's what she said. So, uh, yeah, th- this is from a like of the games today, and then from like a scoring standpoint, like this. If these two teams don't have the dead legs, this will be a fun, really sexy game to watch. And just to give you an idea of like how people are betting this game, the number in this game has crept up like three full points overnight. It opened up at around 148. Now it's all the way up to like 151 and a half because nobody wants to bet the under in, in this game. Like yesterday, I had the under in that Iowa-Indiana game and the game was under in the first half, was under all the way up till about the last five minutes. And then every possession, both teams was just bucket, 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 back and forth. Purdue, Iowa, they will try to stamp their way in. Biho, do you have any final thoughts on this game before we get out of here? Yeah, actually, um, you know what? I'm going to give the contestant uh, basically a free pass to win today because I'm going to mush the shit out of uh, Purdue by taking Purdue go. minus two. And uh, doing a favor for you. Yeah. So, and then secondly, I'm going to take the under in this game as well. I, yeah. You know, again, it's like. Well, now, especially if, now, like it's crept I, up three points overnight. I was thinking about I, taking it yesterday. Iowa, four games in four days. It's just, it has to happen at some point. They're going to yeah. miss some jumpers. And with them not being able to, you know, uh, stop a big man down low, I, I just think Purdue gets a lot of easy buckets. Iowa's going to be trying to play themselves back into it. I, I just I'm gonna hammer under and hope. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing with betting the under. Here's my recommendation to everybody. I think the under is a really smart bet today. But if you are to bet the under, make sure that you bet enough where it's worth the suffering that's gonna have to come with it because you know they're gonna be running up and down. They're gonna be taking a lot of threes. It's gonna be a very stressful under. Make sure you bet enough where it's actually <laughs> worth hairs, the squeeze. It's gonna take a few years off your life, oh, off your stress. It's like betting years. a hockey under. Leo, I I bet I bet four unders and parlayed them together and got like plus twelve something. So that's the only like I'm just playing unders. There you go. No, this one is going to be miserable. No points today. Bo is hoping that they're uh, all of these teams are running the uh, the hickory the picket fence offense where they're just stall 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 and ban the shot clock. Jimmy Chitwood out there. We got Jimmy nailing some shots when you need him here and there. And, the, and you, you know what I'm talking about there, Leo, right? You at least no, know Hoosiers? No, absolutely no idea. No clue. You've no never clue. seen Hoosiers, dude? This, this is a total, no. like, this is a podcast. We should just have us 
mention shows and movies and Leo be like, nope, I haven't seen that. And all of us just make faces to react to the things he hasn't I mean, seen. If you want to play this game real quick, you name some movies that you think I should have seen, I guarantee you I haven't seen them. I, 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 I Yeah, and I'm sure you, Steph, my girlfriend Stephanie's kind of like that too. Some of the younger ones, but I'll be quoting things and I'll be thinking I'm so funny. And I'll be like, you've seen that movie, right? And she has no clue what I'm talking about. I'm like, damn, I was so creative right there. I thought I had one, but yeah, nothing, like nothing. I, I, it, it blows me away trying to make references on shows with this guy. And he just looks at you just completely blank. Like, yeah, I'm happy to sit here and smile at you. Yeah, I was going to say he does a good job playing along though. I will give it, I'll, I'll give him that. Thank you, Leo. You make us feel good with that at least. And uh, hopefully we make all of you feel good out there with some of the winners that we're giving you today and over the next week or so. Let's remind you about the schedule uh, of uh, events coming up. But before we get into that schedule, actually, I wanted to mention something important. Leo, tell us where we can go right now to get some of that great swag. Uh, BTV has a new a uh, new team up, new collaboration with our friends at Old Smoke Clothing. That's right. Old Smoke Clothing. Uh, we actually have a pin tweet right now. It's even got the big little alert things. You go, you click the link, you get some sexy gear. Okay, clearly I need one so I can get an extra shirt to wear on <laughs> these shows because we got a lot going on. Uh, it's actually, it's really, really nice quality. Gino, you got a way for people to get free shipping as well. The promo yep. code is Gino, right? Yep, G-I-N-O. It'll get you free shipping. It'll save you five bucks there on the, on the shipping and you get that nice. I've got a couple Old Smoke shirts. I worked with Old Smoke for uh, a while and the stuff is very very affordable they're uh they're they're a big horse racing fan centric site they they're you know they got into racing they're up from saratoga from the area if you're a horse racing fan too you'll really love some of the shirts they have out there really creative really fun ones so you can check them out there but get involved in uh and check out that better than vegas shirt that we got over there uh what's it say on the on the front Beho? it's nice that everyone will uh will love that one it says, uh, I don't bet, I win. And it has yeah. the silhouette of a man like this standing under falling money. There we go. Like the mana, I think what uh, Rob Palinka said a few years ago yep. when the Lakers signed KCP, it was like mana coming down from heaven. That's basically what it looks like with all the money coming down. That was a true quote from uh, from Palinka after we signed KCP from, uh, from the Detroit Pistons. He was mana from heaven, so... We'll, we'll talk some more NBA a little later on today, Eric. We have uh, our show at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. It'll be you, me, and Kyle who got a little snip-snip. Kyle got the uh, ultimate equipment change. He's uh, a new gelding, so I'm curious. Kyle, <laughs> can horse race. I was going to wonder <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do – ladies and gentlemen, um, just wanted to put out a late change in today's we have third a late, race. We have a late equipment change. I do it in my Trevor Denman voice. Kyle – at DFS Bachelor is now being reported as a first-time gelding, you know, and uh, and so we'll, we'll maybe we'll get a little bit more like normally with horses, they get the snip and there's more focus, you know, they're not as like uh, they're not going after the girls anymore. We'll see if that's the case with Kyle today. The thing about Kyle is he does have focus when we talk about the, the games. It's just when the game conversation stops, that's when we'll get off the rails sometimes. And that's when it, that's when we have a lot of fun. And Kyle will be on with us today in a couple hours. So we'll be talking about um, the NBA slate for this evening. And uh, then 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, we're going to do a reaction to the brackets, the 
brackets will come out right around 6.30, 6, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time or so. We'll come on around 7 Eastern time, just about 30 minutes or so. We'll talk about what, what are some of the things that jumped out at us? Maybe who's got who overseeded, who got underseeded, which which you know, regions or which uh, little quarter brackets look the toughest. And then every one of us will go back, take Monday, take uh, Sunday evening. We'll do all our work. We'll dive all in and we will return later in the week with a full bracket breakdown with us four. We'll record that thing for you. We'll make sure we get it out for you like Tuesday, middle of the day. That way everyone has a couple days before they fill out their brackets. You could throw this on in the background, and then we will be with you Thursday morning, Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning for the first four days of the tournament. We will see them go from 64 down to 16 in just four days. We'll talk lines, props, totals each and every one of those days. The journey has begun. When we talk a little later on today, we'll know what the bracket looks like. Fellas, are you ready to rock? Ready to roll. Absolutely. You know it, baby. Let's do it, folks. Flip those notifications on for BTV Bets because we are going to have so much free content for you all week long. And we'll be back later on after Selection Sunday uh, process has taken place. But don't forget, NBA in the middle of all that, too, with Kyle, myself, and Eric at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Good luck today. Let's see which five teams are going to stamp their auto bids over the next few hours. Lots happening in March Madness.